Welcome back to the What It Means to Be Human podcast. Unfortunately, one of our members cannot be here today, uh, so I'm just joined by Wyatt today. Hello. I'm the one who decided to not follow Schrodinger's cat. And today we're going to discuss postmodernism and postmodernist postmodernist views on humans and their entirety. So first again, let's go begin with the definition of postmodernism. How it's described is... It is the refusal to look for meaning in life and the unwant to look for meaning in life. Which I find kind of very pessimistic, but it is also very modern because people don't... I guess people don't really look for meaning today. Although, you still... Compared to, like, religious groups, like Christianity, they're, they're, they're way big. They're way bigger than postmodernism is. What do you think? Uh, I would think that to me, postmodernism is pretty much being the negative person, the nothing matters, emo, edgy kid. Understandable. Because that's kind of how it is. It's more of a nihilistic view of everything. Because everything's just. Nihilism is where people just don't care. If they don't care for how the world is, they don't care. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, to put so. that into like modern terms. That's pretty much everyone. We don't care to look for a purpose. We're just here to be here. I don't ever hear anybody in like a modern book or movie or film about a real life be like, yes, I have to accomplish this in my life. Exactly. And then like postmodernism view, uh, view on humans is that we're just creatures. It's basically what I said in the first uh, episode. We're just humans. We're, we're just smart. Just, yeah, exactly. We're just existing. Uh, we're just existing. That's all we are. We don't really have a purpose here. We, I guess, in some sort of way of putting this more optimistic, we make our own purpose here. To put that into perspective, in modern times, I would be like the Killing Deadpool series, where he's pretty much tired of being a comic book character and decides because he can, and then he knows his fellow friends are going to be rewritten back into another comic, he pretty much goes and slaughters the entirety of his universe. Exactly. There's basically no point to it. But I guess another way of thinking about well, I wouldn't say another way of thinking about it, but it's just that life is meaningless. There is no meaning. So again, this also sort of plays into existentialism, which we have discussed in past, but not on previous podcasts. But existentialism, is there any meaning to life, which postmodernism says there isn't, which is kind of... In, to some to some people, it's kind of correct and wrong at the same time. Yeah, it's correct and it's also wrong, but it's more or less just depressing because that means that we're useless. There's nothing to us, which is a big change from how people used to believe to where the point where they used to believe everything revolved around us so incredibly much that the Earth was the center of our universe. That's right. And then we had to use science to figure out that wasn't. Yeah, and they killed the person who figured it out. They're like, "Nah, we're burning now. Sorry." Exactly. But then that also goes into perspective. What is being human with postmodernism? Is it, does it mean anything? Is there a purpose? Because how I see it is not really... We're just... We're here to be here. Yeah. Because to some degree, I guess we can just be considered ants in the bigger scheme. Like how we perceive ants, we are the ants in the entire world. We're just... Are we there? We have some sort of... 
But that's the thing, though. Ants have a purpose. If for their colony, in the very least. Exactly. Like we make our own purpose. So is being human actually matter? I guess technically we matter, but not really a physical sense. We don't matter entirely in the world. Like if you were to take humans out, the world would actually be a lot better off because of things like pollution and destroying forests. General things like that that we do to fuel human society, which granted we can't automatically just stop that because we've been doing it for hundreds of years. True. So it's like physically, no, doesn't matter. Because, mm. like, let's say somebody drops $100 to that person, that $100 matters. They need that $100. Exactly. That could be used for medication to uh, keep someone alive or it could be used for gas. Exactly, gas. Like and that's yeah. another thing, like spending money on gas to an animal, that doesn't make sense to spend something that you need on something you don't necessarily need. Exactly. But then you also got to think of other philosophies and how it sort of, I guess, plays into building up to postmodernism. It's always been centered around us. Mm. We have Plato's, we have Aristotle, Socrates, Kant, everything. That's this all cards. just exactly like that's all. Con- that's all about us. And then we've gotten to an age where we have modernism, postmodernism, Freudian stuff, Darwinism. And then it's not about us. Exactly. We've gone to a more, I guess, bigger picture is a different way to put it. Then again, I guess Plato and Aristotle also thought of the bigger picture, but they thought of more of a religious sense. We've seen it more of this, just like, the, I guess, a more humanistic sense. Previous episode, we talked about the lenses of philosophy and how if you take a step back, then it would change your perspective, which is also very true of this world. Because if you take a very solid look at all philosophy, a lot of it, like especially early philosophy, was your place in society, exactly. or how nature exactly works, or our place in nature. Postmodernism has taken it such a far has taken the life so far back, it's more or less just we're here now. Is there a purpose for us? We have gone to that point. And so that all changes like everybody's perspective. People think in this humanistic, epicurious way nowadays because we all just want material goods. We all just want this for ourselves. We don't people of this stuff. Exactly. We stopped caring for if we have a purpose. We've just more or less been looking for a way to progress us, progress our own needs. And a lot of the ways that exemplifies that in the world, look at things like the digital market. Is there anything really on the digital market other than the instant communication that we actually need? Exactly. We have social media apps. We have video games, TV, video YouTube. games, YouTube, YouTube, the internet itself, every communication app. We want to stay connected to everything. But then it doesn't matter. Like, if you take a look at it, I've seen these comments sometimes on um, big YouTubers like Markiplier or PewDiePie and they get really upset when they take their channel in a different direction and they say, oh, I'm going to unsubscribe and have 100 people unsubscribe from you with 100 accounts. But if you take into account that supposed 1,000 people, that's only 1,000 out of like 11 million people who actually exactly. care. Exactly. Like you have people like, you have people like uh, <laughs> I guess PewDiePie's would be, uh, I guess it's some sort of a better example. He's got like some odd, what was it, 89 million or something? I think I think he's like nearing 90 million right now. Right. 
he's got that many people. Like, even if people unsubscribe, like thousands of people, to him it doesn't really matter. He's still gonna be up there. There's still 80 some odd million people still watching him. So, even to that point, that's like a, I guess a better, you can use YouTube as the world. That's another example. Has social media has become so evolved that it's in itself its own world. Yeah, I mean, look at Facebook. It, like, doesn't ever mention anything other than Facebook stuff. Like, I've never seen a Facebook ad mention Twitter. Exactly. It's only about their own worlds. So, Twitter only mentions Twitter most of the time, apart from YouTube. Everything is kind of connected to YouTube, though. But I think it's because YouTube was that first big out-there platform. It was really scuffed in the beginning, but it oh, was yeah. there. You had, like, MySpace and everything, but apart from that, you didn't have a whole lot. And YouTube still persists as this presence of, and a good example of postmodernism, of people looking for purpose. I remember the early days of the 2000s internet where it's like, cat videos, because cat videos. And this is going to off-trail into something else, but in the grand scheme of things, like, even with time, like, even Slaughterhouse-Five, the character himself is unstuck in time and sees that he kind of doesn't have a purpose because it's just repetitious act. The universe will always start over, and it's the exact same thing over and over again, so he doesn't try and interfere with it. And if you notice, against what a lot of people would do, given the opportunity of extremely complicated information on the future, he never acts on it, like, a lot of people would, like, invest in Apple or literally anything. He does none of that. He's just like, you know what? My life was comfortable the first time around. Let's keep it like that. All right, we're going to end this uh, podcast here. But I want to leave you with a little bit of philosophy that I've read. I forgot who said it. But it says, in a world full of consec- uh, world full I of think consequences. It was, no, it wasn't that. It was, a world, it was a world full of no consequences. Why do you always play the good guy? I want to leave you with that. So thank you for joining us on the final episode of the What Does It Mean to Be Human podcast. Signing off. See you later.